Hi, and thanks for tuning in. You are listening to an inclusive features audio report. Brought to you by our global reporter, Kimberly Middleton. There's a small crowd of people watching Celestine as she pours freshly harvested sorghum grain into a plastic bowl. It's not a usual thing she'd do as part of the harvesting process, but today she's showcasing her yield for the cameras that have gathered. Celestine explains in the Luo language, translated by Charles. The sorghum was nice. Very, very nice. And they were by the roads. When people were passing, people were excited and had to look at the farm. The sorghum crop isn't unusual. About 100,000 tonnes of it are produced in Kenya every year, according to the UN's Food and Agriculture Association. But this crop is groundbreaking. It's the first time that Celestine and 41 other farmers with disabilities have grown sorghum to supply to East Africa Breweries Limited, also known as EABL. They'll use the sorghum crop, which was grown on 76 acres of land, to make Senator Keg lager. It's a pilot as part of the Inclusive Futures Work Programme to find innovative ways to get people with disabilities into employment. Celestine was really determined to succeed, especially when people in her community questioned her ability to farm because of her physical disability. People asking me, will you manage? I told them I will manage because I went to it because I wanted to do it. And I was encouraged to do that because people were asking me if I would manage. But my encouragement is that I'm not the only one who is disabled, but people are disabled in many different ways. But you love yourself and your disability and you become free. Today is the weigh-in of the crops, which is why the crowd has gathered. People with disabilities and the organisations which represent them in this area have come together to mark the weigh-in and celebrate what they've achieved. Celestine is going to use the money she's made to pay for her son's school fees. But this hasn't been an easy journey. There's been lots of challenges for people along the way. There have been problems with rains and locusts, and particularly for Celestine, scavenging birds have attacked the crops. Uh, it grew. And when uh, the sorghum became green, birds started attacking it. And I said, now this sorghum that I've spent my energy on, why do birds want to destroy it? And I went to bird chase myself. I went with one of the girls that I live with here. Because the farm was long. She was chasing from lower and I was chasing from higher. I would leave here at 6 in the morning and come back at 7 in the evening. I did that until I harvested my sorghum. But it was difficult because of the birds. I would have harvested more. I would have harvested quite a lot. Despite the challenges and, as a government official comments during the weigh-in, this has been a really important start. The driving force behind this work was a recognition that the supply and distribution, also known as value chains, of big companies like East African breweries held lots of potential to include people with disabilities. 
To find out more, I spoke to Simon Brown, who is the economic empowerment expert on the project. Value chains, and particularly agricultural-based value chains, was going to generate significantly more opportunity for employment than if we focused only on the kind of core businesses of companies. If we look at East Africa Breweries Limited, of course, we still work with them on how that core of the business becomes disability inclusive, both in the people they directly employ or they indirectly employ through contracted um, relationships with other companies. But it's still hundreds of jobs, whereas the value chain is massive. Yeah, just in terms of farmers, it's got 47,000 sorghum farmers in, in just in Kenya. And then you look across the rest of their kind of supply chains and distribution chains, which collectively then term this value chain. I mean, it's just tens and tens of thousands of, of jobs that are created that are not all urban based. And that was a big risk that we would tend to focus on urban jobs, which primarily are for people who are. Uh, more highly educated because they tend to be kind of formal sector jobs. Whereas the value chains, of course, it breaks that. It takes you very, very much into rural areas um, and, and across educational levels. So why is this work important? <laughs> to find out, we need to head east to Nairobi, where the United Disabled Persons of Kenya, or UDPK, is based. They're a partner on the project, which is really important to make sure people with disabilities are involved in the decisions which affect them, in line with the UN Convention on the Rights of Persons with Disabilities. I spoke with Esther Mkomori, who is a programme officer at UDPK. I think the, the pilot is, is a great initiative because actually traditionally no one ever thinks of um, you know, even persons with disabilities as being farmers, the major barrier is attitudes about disability, where people perceive disability in a negative way. And so um, this person with disability will miss out on opportunities for education, will miss out on opportunities for decision making, even that visibility itself. Then at the point where they need to engage in these economic activities, they are at a disadvantage. You don't really get these sort of interventions that recognize that persons with disabilities take part in these other economic activities, producing farm produce for sale, actually in large scale. And especially, you know, dealing with the company at the level of EABL, it's something that we are very excited about. When we get to highlight such kind of success stories, it will definitely make our work easier in this kind of awareness creation and advocacy that we are doing. Esther is really keen to emphasise that people with disabilities can be involved in economic opportunities. Actually, the first thing that you need to do is actually work with persons with disabilities themselves, work with organisations of persons with disabilities, get to understand what needs to be in place, what can you do. And what you get to realise is, you know, this it isn't an expensive affair or rather it isn't something like, you know, like an overhaul of your whole system, no. And when you have persons with disabilities telling you that this is what um, I would need in this area, this is what would work, then it makes the whole process um, so much easier. So what was the motivation of East Africa Breweries Limited to be involved in this project and how have they found it? I asked Eric Kennedy, the group's Corporate Relations Director. 
I'd want for us by 2025 to say that we have over three percent of people in the valley of people living with disabilities. I think if we get the three percent, which I think is is the target that everyone thinks is is quite high, but I think it's achievable. If we can get that before 2025, I'll be really happy. The pilot with farmers with disabilities is just one piece of work that the brewery is doing. They're also assessing the accessibility of their offices, making their website more accessible and providing more job opportunities for people with disabilities. Eric says that the work is being seen as a really positive example by the group's parent company and global drinks brand, Diageo. We want to pioneer in some of the initiatives that can be able to help drive some of this sustainability work and things that can help us also uh, meet the SDG goals. One of the challenges we had before is that we didn't know how to do it. But now that we found a credible partner who's done this before, we are very excited that we're able to roll this out. And we're just looking at how can we scale it up so that it becomes a bigger platform and how can it also be scaled up in other markets that EIG operates in. I think we live in a world where not everyone is given equal opportunities, and uh, and I think that's what we want to address. I think that makes it very exciting for me. I think it's something that we walked in saying we have no answers, we don't we don't know what's supposed to be done, but we are willing to underwrite uh, to pay for the lessons, <laughs> uh, whatever it means commercially, but to ensure that we are doing something that makes a difference in our communities. Back in the fields of Homer Bay, it's planting season again. The farmers, including Celestine, are really excited for the future of the project. So I will encourage farmers and organisations like Breweries to continue encouraging people so that people engage in farming because farming is the ultimate thing. It is what does everything. I encourage them to continue training us and they continue encouraging us and they continue giving us good things so that we continue working with those things even though we did harvest as much as we wanted I hope we'll do better next time. It is working with persistence that will change our lives. If you'd like to hear more, why not visit www.inclusivefeatures.org.